Metu Netur, Volume 1, The Great Oracle of Tahuti in the Egyptian System of Spiritual Cultivation. Chapter 14, Level 2, Second Three Stages of the Meditation Process. The procedure of separating the meditation process into stages is a strategy that is dictated by the behavior of our life force. While on one hand, its arousal is essential to the realization of the meditation objective, on the other hand, its arousal also vitalizes the conditionings and beliefs that are opposed to the meditation goal. For example, when a person meditates to give up smoking, the arousal of the life force to realize this objective will also vitalize the habit of smoking. It is clear, then, that something must be done as a safeguard before arousing the life force. This is the objective of the first two stages of the meditation process. A non-arousal of the life force mode of meditation is used during the first two stages to impress upon the spirit the goal of the meditation. Once this has been established, a life force intensifying mode of meditation is used in the third stage to vitalize the objective. If an antagonistic conditioning to the objective or the virtues that must be cultivated to achieve it exist in the spirit, it will also be vitalized. This will result in a crisis or several of them in which we must choose between the new objective or the new virtues. On one hand and on the other, the old habits, these crises are called, in the spiritual tradition, crossroad situations. This is the theme governing the second level of the meditation process. Level two of the meditation process, stage four, sphere six. This stage corresponds to a set of meditations revolving around man's will. It was said earlier that for an indication of an expected accomplishment to be considered an act of the will, it must be free of emotional or sensuous influence. Otherwise, it is a desire. Since all personalities are indissolubly tied in with emotions, only those expectations arising from an identification with the indwelling intelligence can be considered willed events. There can be no such as a free will where the individual's choices are dictated by emotional or sensuous compulsion. It is important to note that the failure to distinguish between the willing and desiring is a major cause of the failure to grow spiritually. For we fail to transcend our emotionality when we avoid an emotional act because of another emotion. This is the reason for Heru's initial failure to defeat Set. We must also recall the true purpose of our will is not for choosing the path of our destiny, which is determined in the spiritual realm before incarnation. This is why incompetent I mean, this is why competent astrologers can read a person's destiny from their charts. In most traditional African societies, it is a common practice for the character and destiny of the individual to be revealed by diviners shortly after birth. The goddess of destiny, for example, accompanies Tahuti when he makes his appearance at the individual's birth. This can be viewed from another perspective. 
Every person's destiny is under the control and the direction of indwelling intelligence. The true purpose of the will is to ensure that the thoughts, feelings, and actions that we undertake are in harmony with the plan of our indwelling intelligence. All truly successful people who have not been guided by diviners manage to intuitively or instinctively discover their career or destiny objective as determined by their true self. Unfortunately, they are in the minority. Most people must discover their earthly mission from their indwelling intelligence through the use of oracles or in-depth meditation. In most cases, the effort to live according to the dictates of the self, which are based on divine law, brings us into opposition with the emotionally dominated personality. These crises, which are intensified by life force arousal procedures, are symbolized in the Ausurian metaphorin by the battle between Eru and Set, and in other traditions they are the crossroads which are chief places for conducting rituals and making offerings to God. These spiritual crises are the most important events in our spiritual development. They are the only events that mark our spiritual growth. It is of utmost importance to understand that the spiritual growth does not take place from the studying of scriptures, spiritual literature, doing rituals, meditating, deity or ancestor possession, etc. These are merely means of preparing you to live in truth at the crossroad. Unfortunately, about 97% of students of spirituality do not know this truth. They pick and choose when and where they will be observed, when they will observe a spiritual teaching obvious to the fact that spirituality is the living of truth each and every time that one finds oneself in a situation of having to choose between the laws of higher parts of being against our feelings and opinions regarding the situation who crossroads situations have very marked characteristics on one side of the lower part of being, we experience strong emotions and rationalizations to the effect that we will suffer irreparable harm if we give in to the truth or ignore the emotions. A person who is endeavoring to transcend selfishness will find himself in a critical situation, not of his choosing, in which he is called upon by the circumstances to share with his worst enemy or to be nice with the most obvious person who has humiliated him and so on. It is then that Sebek, his faculty of rationalization will provide him with the very clever yet transparent excuses for not living truth. A careful objective examination of the rationalizations will reveal that they are all made up of all sorts of half-truths and out-and-out double talk. Good examples can be found in the arguments given by the American government for subsidizing tobacco growers while banning tobacco aids from their airwaves. It is only when we transcend the dominance that our emotional and sensual vehicle experts exerts upon us that spiritual growth takes place. It is easier than done as we very well know from the trouble that most people encounter in dealing with their bad habits and emotions. Yet, with the proper meditation technique and spiritual education, it is much easier than is genuinely believed. Men Ab M Ong 
Em Ma'at. The meditation technique for transcending the emotions was called Men Eb, Em Ung Em Ma'at, keeping the heart stable to live truth. In the Kemetan tradition and Saipathana, right or stable mindfulness, is esoteric Buddhism. Contrary to popular opinion, the way to successfully deal with emotions is not by controlling them, but by ignoring them. This is the essence not only for establishing the dominion of the will, but as we will later see for the experience of ourself as the indwelling intelligence. What would happen if you did not obey an emotion or sensual craving? Nothing. This thought seems not to have occurred to most people who believe that they must follow their feelings and that their feelings are the validators of their will and their actions, i.e. that unless they have a feeling for doing something, they cannot do it, or that the action is not genuine and so forth. Most people succumb to this delusion even though they have already overcome a habit smoking, alcohol, meat, eating, etc. They should have taught them that should have taught them once and for all the truth. The day you made up your mind to give up a habit, the craving did not stop. You succeeded by ignoring the craving and following your knowledge of the facts. Even though the latter lacked power to generate feelings of pleasure, in fact, the pleasure was with the habit you were seeking to transcend. Essentially, the men ab meditation process is a practice of ignoring the thoughts, sensations, and emotions that motivate you to think, give attention to feelings, and act in opposition to what the truth of the situation demands. A person, for example, experiences emotions that pressure him to withdraw and to dwell on feelings and thoughts of insecurity and inferiority whenever his wife declines to become intimate, whether she is justified or not. The men ab meditation will consist of one, ignoring such thoughts and making every effort to act in contrary, in a contrary manner. And two, as you will most likely be visited by a thoughts of guilt and recrimination for harboring the negative thoughts and feelings you must also ignore the set of thoughts and emotions as well you may also experience a sense of anguish manifestation as an intolerance of the sensations of of oppression associated with the emotion of guilt rather than allowing yourself to get caught up in hoping to be free of these sensations and doing things to expedite the deliverance from them you must learn to accept their presence in time, the emotions will cease to visit you as long as you perceive in the above meditation procedure. Incidentally, it must be noted that this meditation technique is practiced, not sitting in a quiet place, but in the thick of our everyday life experiences. It aims at giving us expertise in the management of our thoughts, emotions, and states of consciousness. The governing principle of men ab is that there is never a reason for an emotional reaction. 
In other words, the tie between an emotion and what prompts it is not a rational one. It is based on the law of association, which was well explained by the Russian psychologist Pavlov. He would ring a bell each time he fed his dog. Eventually, the ringing of the bell would by itself elicit the salivation and flow of digestive juices as if the food had also been presented to the dogs. The spirit could not tell the difference between the bell and the food. All of our emotional and sensual responses are based on this non-rational associative mechanism. As man's spirit is originally and essentially free of emotional and conditioned reflexes, all emotions are superimpositions on her true nature. Must you become angry in order to defend yourself? Have not thousands of years of oriental martial art practice proven that the calmer the warrior, the better his performance? Are animal faces screaming tenses of the body and shouting obscenities necessary for expressing one's dissatisfaction? Do they reduce the clarity of our communication of displeasure? What about suppression? Some people ask. They may argue that the men-ab technique involves suppression of the emotions and sensual needs and may therefore be harmful. It is best to let it out. Some will argue ignoring the catastrophic results in many cases, murders, broken marriages, high blood pressure, etc. We must return once more to the truth concerning the original and essential nature of man's spirit. It is free of all emotion and sensuous conditioning. This is what enables us to remove the pain, conditioned reflex, through suggestions given in trance, to allow surgical procedures to be done without anesthetics, the pain mechanism is, protect, is a protective condition, hence a conditioned reflex. Imposed upon the organism due to the slowness and corruptibility of the voluntary thought mechanism, if the removal of a part of our physical organism from a harmful source dependent on our thinking, we would be in great deal of trouble. Thus, the indwelling intelligence has programmed the spirit to react automatically to threatening situations. When, however, we know we must subject to the organism to pain, as with surgery, labor, etc., we can remove the superimposed pain reflexes. This fight or flight mechanism is very primitive. It has its centers in the portion of our brain which is dominant in the life of animals and influences us to animalistic behavior. Failing to distinguish between real and imagined and interpreted threats is automa automatically prepares us to flight, fight or flee whenever we believe that we are threatened. If we keep our mind on the fact that the successes experienced by the people in the overcoming their habits was due to the fact that the cravings and emotional drives to indulge eventually disappeared as a result of our being consistently ignored, then there was no suppression at work. In fact, the avoidance of the possibility of suppression is the aim of the second practice of the men-ab meditation system. Let's return to our gentleman above who is visited by emotions pressuring him to withdraw and indulge thoughts of insecurity whenever his wife says to him, no, honey, not tonight. Don't feel like it. He has read up to his last paragraph and tells the author, okay, I'm with you. 
I realize that my spirit is originally and essentially unconditioned. Therefore, these emotions are not who I am. I have been ignoring the pressure to withdraw and to dwell on thoughts of self-worthlessness, etc. But the fact is that even though I make the effort to interact in a normal way with my wife at such moments, I nevertheless feel terrible. The feelings and the thoughts are still there in the background. I really want them to go away. We, we can all identify with our gentleman friend. Again, the answer is the same. Ignore this second set of thoughts and emotions for the first simple fact that our spirit is essentially the original free of emotional conditionings and the aim of spiritual development is the removal of the emotional superimpositions of the spirit. In other words, armed with the knowledge that our true nature is lacking in intrinsic emotional programs, we make the effort to ignore the conditioned reflexes pressing us to accept the thought that we cannot stand the sensations occupying our emotions. Ignoring these thoughts is not merely our intention in attention to them. We must not seek ways to rid ourselves of the feeling nor indulge thoughts to the effect of wishing that the feelings would soon go away, nor indulge the thoughts that we are unvirtuous, immature, unspiritual for having such emotions. We must remember that all emotions and essential cravings are expressions of our lower part of our being, the person and not our self, the indwelling intelligence. Identification of our self, Ausar, involves non-identification with our emotions. Here ends the reading of chapter 14 at page 192. Chapter 14, level two, second three stages of the meditation process.